Beethoven's only opera, Fidelio, is a rescue opera on one of his favorite subjects, the power of the common people to overthrow their oppressors. Leonor, the heroine, disguises herself as a young man named Fidelio in order to rescue her beloved Florestan, a dissident who has been unjustly imprisoned by a tyrant who threatens his life. Beethoven tried four times to write an overture for the opera, which he had originally called Leonor. The overture we know as Fidelio is the one that he finally decided to use, and the one known as Leonor No. 3 has become the most popular of the four in concert. But the Leonor Overture No. 2 was actually the first one Beethoven wrote. The main differences between the four overtures are that the Leonors are more like symphonic poems which tell the story of the opera, rather than just curtain raisers. Leonor No. 3 is a little tighter and more concentrated than No. 2, but No. 2 is the piece in which Beethoven first worked out his ideas in dramatic form, including the climactic moment in both the overture and the opera when a trumpet call signals the arrival of friendly troops who will free Florestan and overthrow the tyrant. And now here is the San Francisco Symphony's music director, Essa Pekka-Salonen, to lead them in Beethoven's Leonore Overture, number two.
That was Beethoven's Leonore Overture Number no. 2. Music director Esapekka Salonen conducted the San Francisco Symphony. Beethoven's Leonore music figures into the very beginning of music in San Francisco. The writer H. Earl Johnson notes that one of Beethoven's Leonore overtures was played here in the city as far back as 1853 by an orchestra led by one Miska Hauser. He writes, the concert lasted four hours owing to an overwhelming demand for encores, which Hauser dared not refuse in the face of rugged California individualism, end quote, although he does not indicate which of the Leonore overtures provoked this reaction. In a moment, Esapekka Salonen will return with the U.S. premiere of a concerto written by one of this season's collaborative partners and performed by another. You're listening to a broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony from Davies Symphony Hall. I'm Rick Malone. Bryce Dessner is one of the music world's modern polymaths. He's well-known in the popular music world as the guitarist, songwriter, and co-leader of the band The National, and as an arranger for artists like Paul Simon, Bonnie Vare, and Taylor Swift. 
He's won awards for his scores to films like The Revenant and The Two Popes, and he's been commissioned by the Los Angeles Philharmonic, the Paris Orchestra, and the Sydney Dance Company, among others. He is also one of Esapekka Salonen's collaborative partners this season, and he wrote his violin concerto for another of the collaborative partners, Pekka Cusisto. And here is Bryce Dessner himself to tell you more about his violin concerto. Uh, good evening. Um, I'm Bryce Desner, and uh, it's a real honor to be here to present uh, the premiere of this violin concerto. Um, I'm one of the eight collaborative partners uh, of the San Francisco Symphony. Um, here tonight with Pekka Kajisto, who's also one of the partners. And so it's really um, so exciting to have written this piece for the incredible San Francisco Symphony, Esapekka uh, Salen and, and Pekka Kajisto. Um, I was asked to write this piece a few years ago when we were dreaming about coming here to San Francisco, and then we all know what happened. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the concert halls were quiet, and the, we were all at home, and I was um, in my... I, I live in the south of France. My, my wife is French, and we have a four-year-old son. We live in the southwest corner on the Atlantic uh, coast. Um, in the Basque region of France, which actually looks quite a lot like Northern California. And um, I'm someone who spent a lot of my life on airplanes uh, traveling around, and suddenly I found myself uh, with a lot of time on my hands and very happy to be home, actually, ironically, and to be working on this piece. And I would take long walks with my son through those, uh, the woods near our house. And um, we live on the Santiago de Compostela pilgrimage route. Um, and I was reading a book by the great Canadian poet Anne Carson um, called Anthropology of Water, which is her, um, her own journey on that path and kind of, uh, um, you know, thinking about pilgrimages. And, and I started to realize that this piece was taking shape around this text. Um, um, and, you know, thinking about water, the piece has a kind of uh, very oceanic feeling in it. It's in three movements, um, played a taka, so you won't perceive them necessarily. Um, it is uh, a violin concerto for my dear friend Pekka. It kind of exists for me in between. You'll hear moments that sound like American folk music. Pekka's an incredible Finnish folk fiddler. Um, so I wanted to kind of have that energy in it. Um, and then um, I will say that this incredible orchestra, it is really a concerto for all of them. So it's concerto grosso. There are moments that are incredibly difficult um, and they're working hard the whole time. Um, you know, as I was writing it and thinking about um, the tradition of the violin concerto and this idea of the, the pilgrimage and why do we take journeys that so many before us have, have already taken and what, what do these previous travelers on this well-worn path leave behind? And obviously the violin concerto is some of the most timeless and iconic music uh, that we have. And so the piece kind of nods towards uh, various um, you know, echoes of, of things we all know, not, not necessarily actual notes, but um, it's in the, in the language. Um, I hope you enjoy it. This is uh, the first time it's been performed in the States, and um, it's a, such a great honor for me to finally be here, and thank you to all these fantastic musicians. And now you hear the applause for violinist Pekka Cusisto as he joins Essa Pekka Salonen and members of the San Francisco Symphony to play the U.S. premiere of the Violin Concerto by Bryce Desner.
You've just heard the U.S. premiere of the Violin Concerto by Bryce Desner. Pekka Kusisto was the soloist, and Essa Pekka Salonen led members of the San Francisco Symphony. Pekka Kusisto is one of Essa Pekka Salonen's eight collaborative partners this season, along with Bryce Desner. He's also a conductor and composer, artistic director of the Norwegian Chamber Orchestra, artistic partner with the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra and the Mahler Chamber Orchestra, and artistic best friend of the German Chamber Philharmonic of Bremen. He's collaborated with people across the artistic spectrum, including experimental pianist Hauschka and percussionist Samuli Kosmanen, Dutch neurologist Eric Scherder, pioneer of electronic music Brian Crabtree, jazz trumpeter Arva Henriksen, juggler Jay Gilligan, and accordionist Dermot Dunn. His recordings include concertos by Thomas Addis, Anders Hilborg, and Daniel Bjarnason. That concerto was also written for him. He's also recorded Bach's Brandenburg concertos and an album of Bach's concertos for one and two violins with his brother, Jaco. And composer Bryce Desner out on stage now, embracing Pekka Kusisto and Essa Pekka after that performance of his violin concerto. I'll be back in a moment with the second half of this concert by Essa Pekka and the San Francisco Symphony, one of Franz Schubert's first attempts to stand shoulder to shoulder with his idol, Beethoven. This broadcast of the San Francisco Symphony is made possible with the generous support of Fred Levin of the Shenson Foundation, in memory of Nancy Livingston Levin and Ben and A. Jess Shenson. Additional support is generously provided by the Acacia Foundation, Welcome back to Davies Symphony Hall for the second half of this broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony with music director Essa Pekka Salonen. I'm Rick Malone. Franz Schubert wanted, more than anything else, to be Beethoven. Beethoven was his idol, his hero. He spoke in the days before starting work on his own Ninth Symphony of how he felt the world would finally take notice of him if he could write a, quote, big Beethoven symphony, end quote. He even asked to be buried next to Beethoven, which he was for a while. Schubert was born in Vienna just as Beethoven was becoming a force in the city's musical society. He not only grew up hearing Beethoven's name and music all around him, he studied with Antonio Salieri, who had been one of Beethoven's most influential teachers. Clearly, Schubert had set himself a lofty goal. Between the knowledge he'd gained at school, his lessons from Salieri, and the practical experience in composition he gained while teaching in his father's school, Schubert was thoroughly grounded in the compositional practices of the day. His first four symphonies were closer to the sound world of Haydn and Mozart than that of Beethoven, who was still considered a kind of wild-eyed radical, although a very popular one. Schubert had already taken a giant step towards Beethoven's world with his fourth symphony, which explored the darker side of his musical personality. It was so dark and dramatic in comparison to what he had been writing that he nicknamed it his Tragic Symphony, even though there was no particular tragedy associated with it. Schubert was still four months shy of his 20th birthday when he began working on his fifth symphony. And even though it still leans more towards the world of Mozart and Haydn, by this point Schubert was ready to find his own voice. And that voice comes through loud and clear in his symphony number five. 
Once again, here is music director Essa Pekka-Salonen to lead the San Francisco Symphony in the Symphony No. 5 by Franz Schubert.
was Franz Schubert's Symphony No. 5. The San Francisco Symphony was led by music director Essa Pekka Sullivan. Schubert never heard his fifth symphony performed in public. The only time it was ever played during his lifetime was during a private performance at his house played by a small group of his friends. This was the case with most of his symphonic music. It was 1816, he was only 19 years old, but he'd already written four symphonies part or all of eight operas and almost 200 songs, among other works. He was still teaching at his father's school and anxious to leave, but it would be another few months before he finally quit to concentrate on composing, partying, and surviving on the generosity of his friends and admirers. You've been listening to a broadcast concert of the San Francisco Symphony from Davies Symphony Hall, featuring violinist Pekka Cusisto as the soloist in the U.S. premiere of the Violin Concerto by Bryce Desner. You also heard the Leonore Overture No. 2 by Beethoven and the Symphony No. 5 by Franz Schubert. The symphony was led by its music director, Essa Pekka Solomon. These broadcast concerts are produced by the San Francisco Symphony and music director Esapeka Salonen, President Priscilla B. Gieslin, and interim executive director Matthew Spivey. This broadcast was recorded by John Johansson and edited by Jason O'Connell, and the program notes were adapted from those written by Bryce Desner and Michael Steinberg. National syndication of these concerts is provided by the WFMT Radio Network, and don't forget that you can visit the symphony online and find out more about the programs, the artists, and the orchestra at sfsymphony.org. This is Rick Malone. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us for the next broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony. This broadcast of the San Francisco Symphony is made possible with the generous support of Fred Levin of the Shenson Foundation, in memory of Nancy Livingston Levin and Ben and A. Jess Shenson. Additional support is generously provided by the Acacia Foundation, 